He gets us, but do we get him? Let's get into it this week on Dropping <laughs> Sunday. <laughs> Welcome to Dropping Sunday. I'm one of your hosts, Seth. And I am your other host, Andrea. If this is your first time around here, we are so excited to have you. Just a couple of notes. We're not here to get you saved. We're also not here to tick you off, although either of those things could happen. And if they do, we want to know about it. Yes, this is a podcast by Christians for Christians, but you don't have to believe to belong. You can join the conversation at Dropping Sunday on all the things. You can support the show financially, patreon.com slash Dropping Sunday. You can wear the mor- m- merch, 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 uh, merch, 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 golly. Uh, I'm really trying to decide if I'm going to restart it, but we're so far into it. Let's just keep going. Uh, DroppingSunday.com slash merch. <laughs> <laughs> or merch, if you don't speak Seth. Hey, Andrea. Yeah. How's your heart? Fantastic. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, I'm a, it's a little cold right now. I don't know how what happened or why it happened. I don't like it. Um, just be grateful that I thought, huh, did I ever turn the heater back on in mm. the uh, in the studio? And I had not. So earlier yeah. today, I got that got that bad boy going. I do appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. It's been uh, it's been a, a heated couple of weeks yeah. uh, for lots of reasons, but, uh, but including the weather, including uh, also including uh, including the weather. Um, I wanted to play something for you if I could. Would you, do you mind? No, go ahead. Okay. Um, this is just a... I had to think about it first. Yeah, I, that was probably the right decision. Uh, this guy's given a testimony mm-hmm. uh, about why it's important, like like the, like the how much it's uh, it matters to him to go to church. Okay. Hey. Sprinkler thing just broke. And we had water running for about two hours. We were kind of getting upset. Said, ain't no need in getting upset. Ain't got no water at the house. Got to wait for the plumber when we get out of church. But we said this morning, I'm going to church. Oh, y'all ain't saying nothing. I ain't had no water. Had to take some bottled water and wash my private parts. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Some of us would have said, I ain't going to church. I said, get up this morning, we going to church. Anyway, uh, praise break starts after that. Oh, water to wash my private parts. Y'all sir. ain't saying nothing. Sir. You're saying enough for all of us, buddy. Yeah. We ain't got nothing to say. Uh, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's great. Um, okay, so I wanted to also, you had sent me a thing about how youth group are you. Should we save that till fun times? So we'll I think about- so. Okay. I think we'll do that last. I love that. Because let's end on a high note. Okay. Um, <laughs> a few weeks ago was the Grammys. Yes, it was. Okay. Did you watch? I, no, I don't Come have. On. I'm sorry. Uh, I, I, I apologize. It was actually, I, I watched it this year and okay. it was actually pretty good. Better than last year. Okay. There was no um, obvious devil worship on the stage. Okay. Well, that's good. <laughs> so so different than the Super Bowl. Fantastic. So we'll get into Super that. Okay. And different from the 2023 Grammys. Yeah. Um, a few surprise performances. Uh, Billy Joel oh. performed. He's got a new album coming out, and he he performed a new song. Which I'm a, I'm a big Billy Joel fan. Sure. He puts on a great concert. Okay, uh, he's coming to AT and T Stadium Ooh. this year. And I was looking at tickets, and um, I think the cheapest I saw was like 250 bucks. So I may not be going to that yeah. concert. Um, Joni Mitchell also sang. Nice. And she sang her. Did she sing? She didn't. It, I mean. She, 
She did. Okay. I, I don't know. I mean, I'm just thinking that somebody who's 173 years old she's is <laughs> the the sounds that you make. Is it considered singing still? She sounded great. Did she really? Yes. See, I don't know. I am making jokes about things I, I don't know, know about. I know you are. Yeah. No, she sounded great. Um, I was, I, she sang her well-known song. Um, is it called Clouds Illusions or something like Love's Illusion? Yes. Like that. I was, you would know it if you heard it. I'm sure I would. Um, but she's, she sat in a chair the whole time. Um, I thought she's 81 and she sounded great. Awesome. Uh, My favorite performance of the night was Tracy Chapman. Oh. She sang Fast Car with Luke Combs. Oh, cool. It was, if you Uh, haven't seen it, you need to to go watch it. It was great. Tracy Chapman is very underrated in my opinion. Oh. And she hasn't performed live in a very long time. Anybody who knows anything Mm -hmm. holds her in very high regard. Yeah. But as far as like public acclaim, Mm -hmm. not as much. Yeah. I found it, by the way. Yeah, I can tell. <laughs> oh, and everybody, dude, everybody's cheering, dude. Yeah. You got a fast car. I want to get to anywhere. Okay, I can't. I can't. Because yeah. we'll just, well, it'll just be the next six and a half minutes would just be that. Yeah. Uh, so that was fun. Great. Yeah, it was, it was a good, it was a good show. Um, now, sometimes on the Grammys, you, they've had uh, gospel artists perform. Mm-hmm. I remember one year where uh, Maverick City was pretty prominent yeah. in, in all of that. Any, any gospel performances? No, there, there wasn't. Um, I cannot think of a single gospel artist. And the, in fact, they didn't even present any of the gospel Grammys okay. on the show. Um, they didn't present, it felt like they didn't present a whole lot of the Grammys on this show. There were, um, there were quite a few other performances. Um, but for the most part, it was, it was kind of a, it felt like a throwback to Grammys from a couple of well, decades pro- ago. Honestly, they probably needed it last yeah. year. It was so atrocious, but, yeah. um, okay. Well then let's go over some of the winners for the, yeah. the, Christian pop culture so mm-hmm. that we can actually like pretend like this is what the show's all about. Um, <laughs> just it, pretend. Yeah, we're just pretending. Uh, best gospel performance song. Now, yep. if I say uh, the Grammys are going to give an award for best gospel anything, uh-huh. you're immediately going to say that regardless of knowing who's, you know, nominated for, mm-hmm. who won? Kirk Franklin. Naturally. Okay. That's very, what he- very good. <laughs> That's what he told us. Yeah, yeah. That, he, he's he up did, for award. He's going to get going, it. He's going to get it. So um, All Things won. And by the way, we've talked about this song, and it's real good. I enjoy this song a lot. Yeah. So it's good to know I'll never let you down. Talking about all things. All the big and the small things. I'm so sure. God can do all things. <laughs> Talking about down. All right. Um, so Kirk Franklin just has a way of bringing such interest to yeah. his music, yeah. right? Agreed. I, yeah. I agree. And you know you're listening to a uh, you, you know you're listening to a Kirk Franklin record. So I'll tell you, looking at the other gospel songs performances, I don't really know a lot of them. I see some things that feature Hezekiah Walker and yeah. some of the people that I know that that are featured, but I, I no, nothing else that I would be able to like point out that's yeah. probably my fault. Uh, I probably didn't do enough, uh, of gospel in 2023. Um, contemporary Christian. I did know most of those though. Um, blessing offer. We talked mm-hmm. about, uh, earlier this year, um, Cody Carnes firm foundation. Uh, I thank God, Lauren Daigle, love me like I am for King and country. Um, God problems by Maverick city music. 
Um, but the winner was Your Power by Lecrae. And I'm just saying, like, out of all of those, I think the Grammys knew what they were doing. You know. I need mercy, need grace. Need strength, I need faith. Need power because the world's dark, having trouble seeing your face. All of my life, I had to fight. I done got tired of fighting. You give me life, you give me light. I got the power to try. In my darkest time. I'm sorry, was that Tasha Cobbs? Yeah, it is. Okay. No, yeah, Sing that's... it, girl. All right. Um, the, uh, the album that, uh, that won Best Contemporary Album was also by Lecrae, Church Clothes 4. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, Lecrae kind of took over the contemporary Christian thing. This, uh, by the way, this this album, this record right that right that I'm playing right now, uh-huh. it's called "Spread the Ops." Um, Ten million downloads. I'm just saying. Um, and then I think that people may have just kind of got a little lazy, but I think they got lazy in the right way mm-hmm. because a gospel song. Like record was all things. Uh-huh. The gospel album was all things new by Ty Trivet. <laughs> so maybe they just maybe they voted for the wrong person, but I don't think they did because it's freaking Ty Trivet. So good. So glad he changed my name. I'll never be the same. Since Jesus came my way. It's been a brand new day. Never going back. I'm done with the world. You can, you can, you can have it, and everything that come with it. The stress and the worry go ahead. You can run with it. I'd rather be a doorkeeper. I'd rather serve the lost people. I surrendered all my old ways to you, and you made me new. Woo! It's <laughs> so good. He's <laughs> so good. Hi, come on. Oh, he's so good. Um, and then the last kind of gospel thing in general was uh, traditional gospel. And the Blind Boys of Alabama won it for Echoes of the South. Um, So, I mean, if you're, if you're feeling it, go for it. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, they're, those are the ones that are kind of getting, you know, renowned outside of the Dove Awards, you know, you're, you're seeing those things. So, uh, by the way, great, great options. Great options. Some good music there for you. Good music. Uh, and I'm glad that there wasn't any active, uh, devil worship, um, (laughs) unlike at the, (laughs) unlike at the Super Bowl. Um, yeah. I don't know. I so here. Let's talk about Taylor Swift, <laughs> shall we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go ahead. So, see, here's the thing. What I, the the transition doesn't really have anything to do with Taylor Swift, other than the fact that in the booth was yeah. Ice Spice, right? Who sang with Taylor on her album? That's right. You know, and so there's you know there there's a picture there. Uh, it appears that at some point. She was doing uh, devil horns and yeah. that she was, it appears that the necklace that she was wearing mm. might've been an upside down cross. Yeah. Um, 
I looked at it, it could have been just an even cross that had a pendant. Like it didn't, right. it didn't really look like it was, it wasn't like an upside down crucifix or anything. It was like right, that. right. There, it, it was, there was nothing on the cross. Yeah. It was just. It just didn't seem intentional. No. Uh, and, and I can't tell you how many times in a church service I'll do like rock hands, uh, <laughs> which is also the sign of, it's like, I'm not doing goats, but I'm, you know. You know, yeah. rock, rock or hands. longhorns or longhorns. Yeah, it looks like longhorns. She, maybe she's a Texas fan. I doubt it. Um, <laughs> so, so I mean, we don't know. We, I've never, I've never had a conversation with yeah, her. Yeah, we we don't know. Uh, I will say that um, the 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 right team won. I was happy about the Chiefs <laughs> winning. Um, um, I don't know. What were your thoughts? Did you you watch the Super Bowl? I yeah? did. I I did watch the Super Bowl. It was. I thought it was a good game. I I like when a Super Bowl or when a championship game is between two. If it's between two good teams, it should be close. It should yeah. be a tight game. There shouldn't be a, a blowout winner. And I liked. You know, we went into overtime, and it was what twenty five, twenty two, or something like that. Regardless of what it was, I will tell you that it was the script was written well in advance. <laughs> I told the kids, "I was like, listen, the the Chiefs are not going to play well uh, at the first. Uh huh. And uh, it's going to be pretty dominant, but it's going to stay close okay. enough to where they can come back in the second half, keeps everybody watching all the way to the end of the fourth quarter. The The NFL knows what they're doing when they wrote the script. Uh, the fact that we got overtime out of it. I mean. Might have been accidental, but uh, I was pretty happy with it. Yeah. Um, I then convinced Jillian that the script was that after they, uh, they won, uh-huh. that... Um, Travis Kelsey was mm. going to propose yeah. to, to Lots Taylor Swift. Lots of people had that idea. And, uh, and then that they were going to announce that uh, they that uh, you should vote for Biden. That was the conspiracy theory. The conspiracy <laughs> theory was that all of this is a setup all to get people this. to, to mm-hmm. vote for Biden, which is hilarious. Mm-hmm. I, I do love that. But, uh, but well, yeah. Here's, here's the thing. So several weeks Prior to the Super Bowl, before we even knew who was going to play in it, before playoffs were done, I started hearing rumblings of a conspiracy theory that the script had been written even further in advance than we realized. Yeah. And have you heard the the theory that the Super Bowl logo, when it comes out at the beginning of the season, that it accurately guesses who is going to be playing? It's not a guess. They wrote the script. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, but they it, just it's let telling know. you. But it, they changed it. Too many people started finding out yeah. and started sharing things, and so they had to change it. Yeah. Because it wasn't supposed to be the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. It was supposed to be the 49ers and the Ravens. Yeah. Because it was purple and red and gold yeah. were the colors in the logo. Well, And they changed it. They had, they had to because too many people were finding out. Well, that and they, they didn't perceive how big Taylor Swift's influence was going to be. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, they knew they were choking, but we're also not, um, (laughs) they had to have Taylor. They had to have Taylor at the Super Bowl. The chiefs weren't there. She wouldn't have been there and they would have had this. Didn't this Super Bowl have more viewers than the last several years? Uh, Of course. I mean, you have someone who's just rocking a dynasty in the chiefs. Um, see, here's the thing. I'm a Cowboys fan. Mm -hmm. Um, that's my favorite team. Yes. You, I, I will take your sympathy because I understand we're always mm-hmm. bad. And even when we're good, we're never, we're never, never good. Enough. good. <laughs> um, 
So that's my first favorite team. My second favorite team is anybody who's playing the Eagles. That's my second favorite team. Okay. Okay. Um, and then my, uh, but my AFC team has been, uh, has been the Chiefs since Patrick Mahomes. So I'm more mm. of a Patrick Mahomes fan just because of, you know, um, just geography. Um, yeah. He grew up outside of like my hometown. Yeah. Uh, if I had lived on the other side of the street, Literally, I would have gone to the same high school that he went to. Wow. So, so, Did you know that the Kansas City Chiefs actually started as a Texas team? The yes. franchise? Yeah. 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 I didn't know that until I found out after the Super Bowl. Because yeah. I was originally rooting for the 49ers because uh, I think Brock Purdy is very Purdy. <laughs> also. Um, um, even if he is very young. If. He's 24, and you know what my mother said to me? That he loves Jesus, so go get that? No, he's married um, or engaged. She said you're... Uh, engaged is what? You know what engaged is? Not married that's yet. Right, that's right. Uh, no, my mother said... So you're said, saying there's a change. My mother said uh, you're old enough to be his mother. First of all, she's one not wrong. She's I just did the math. technically correct. Because... Which made me so angry. Since the last time we met, you've changed decades. Ah! <laughs> as long as you know. Yes, I have. So uh, I have crossed over into the. So, but he does love Jesus and his faith has, was, has been kind of out yeah. there. I mean, Mr. Irrelevant means that he was drafted very last in the draft. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and then he's in the Super Bowl. What in the world? Like, yeah. how, how in the world does this happen? Yeah. It really was a Cinderella story for the 49ers. No, to... it's not Cinderella. It's God. Right. <laughs> like, I mean, that's, that's like yes. only God can do something like that. And he gives all he of does, his, all yeah. of his glory to God, but also like, uh, Christian McCaffrey yep. and Patrick Mahomes, all, all people of faith. There's other people that also played in the game. And so, um, so, you know, I do like that people are just kind of putting their faith out there. Yeah. It used to just kind of be understood mm -hmm. that most people are Christians. It's right. definitely not that it's anymore. It's not that anymore. And so for somebody to stand up and be like, yeah, I'm a Christian is, is pretty remarkable. It's pretty remarkable. Yeah, I remember an episode we did, uh, I guess it's been three years ago now. Yeah. Where we talked about Christian uh, football players yeah. because Kurt Warner was in the Super Bowl that year, right? With the Yeah. Yeah, that was, and he's, he's very, he is very outspoken about his faith. So I think, I agree. I think it's very cool um, to, to hear about these players and hear about these uh, athletes that are are being open and and sharing their faith. I yeah. love it. Uh, speaking of uh, people just kind of putting their faith out there, there was a commercial that has gotten people very, I don't know, like it's very polarizing. Mm -hmm. um, can I just be honest? I don't know why mm. it's so polarizing. Andre, tell me a little bit about the commercial that's getting everybody all whatever. So uh, it's it's from the website he gets us, mm -hmm. and it's being called the foot washing commercial because yeah. in the commercial you've got these two probably what would be considered polarizing demographics in each scene. Um, in the first one, it's like a, a son washing his his dad's feet, sure. um, and then you have someone at. Uh, a police officer washing, you know, maybe what could be considered someone that he arrested, a criminal or somebody who was doing something wrong. You have um, a protester at a at a family at an abortion clinic washing the feet of someone who maybe 
just came out that we don't really yeah. know because there's still pictures. They're right. not exactly. There's not a story behind each yeah. one, but there's a story behind each one. Right. You have a high school where it's a preppy girl washing mm-hmm. a punk rock girl's feet. Right. Yeah. Um, you have uh, kind of like out in the desert, like a white guy in in a vest washing a Native American. Right. Feet. Like a cowboy. And right. Mm-hmm. Cow, cow, oh, is it really cowboys and Indians? Did I really just miss I cowboys think, and Indians? Did, yeah. wow, I'm really embarrassed by that. <laughs> Um, you have like, uh, what might be a daughter washing a drug addicts or alcoholic mother's mm-hmm, feet, right. right? Um, what, what other, what other images did you see? Um, there, uh, the, one of the last ones was, uh, two, uh, two gentlemen, a, a white man and a black man who are washing, who both have their feet in the same tub Wow! and it, you know, it, it kind of looks like maybe it was back when, the oh, civil like rights was, movement was in, a, yeah, okay. in its heyday. Okay. Uh, and then there's a, a picture of a priest washing the feet of someone who looks like they're probably homosexual. Yeah. Um, there's a, uh, a girl that I'm going to call Karen. She is everything you think of as a Karen <laughs> washing the feet of a migrant getting on a bus that's being mm-hmm. shipped somewhere else. Uh, you have someone with uh, wearing a hijab mm-hmm. with her feet being washed. You have uh, someone who works on the oil field washing the feet of the people who are protesting yeah. fracking and, and all of that. So it's there. It's very polarizing images. Yes. Well, let me say, let me rephrase that because the images themselves are not polarizing me i don't think but the demographics that they're showing they're trying to show opposites that's right yeah very extreme opposites and then it just ends with jesus didn't teach hate Mm -hmm. he washed feet yeah people are really upset about this they are can you tell me why well the, the most of what i've seen is because they're saying why are you spending a million dollars on a super bowl ad when you could be using that money to help the homeless to help the disenfranchised to help that's I've seen a lot of that that's been an argument that I've seen a lot that's just a bad argument and I mean Super Bowl commercials are notoriously expensive sure you are paying a lot of money but beyond that I'm I don't know if people are just saying it's too is it too simple are they saying it's too basic of a commercial mm. you know like there's not enough Excellent. I don't. I don't really know. To be honest, I I can't figure out what people are so angry I, about. Okay. The, what what I have seen is it seems as if the priest washing the gay man's feet. Mm. Okay, is the church affirming his sin, and that is what mm. people are upset about. Is by washing their feet, it's saying that you're okay. And that's just not the purpose of washing someone's feet. No. That's the that I think that's where what's kind of blowing my mind is that people want to ha- be in this place of division. They really, really do. Yeah. Like they really want to be like, here's the hard line, this is right, this is wrong. Mm-hmm. And this ad to me is just saying quite simply, like if we were to stop hating the mm-hmm. people that we disagree with and we were to instead love them and serve them and wash their feet, mm-hmm. we might actually be able to make a difference. Right. That's what I think that it's trying to say. I, I think so too, because my, my issue with it, I had honestly had not 
read most of the uh, people complaining about it that I had read were people who were who are not Christian who are yeah. coming from a from the other from the non-Christian side saying, well, that was stupid. It, why are they spending money on this? What does that even mean? I, I don't know that I read anything and maybe I just skipped over it. Uh, people in the, on the Christian side in the Christian camp saying that the priest was condoning anything because when you look at like the, the one that sticks out to me is the oil field worker washing the feet of the, the woman who's protesting, protesting his job, you know? And, I mean, you, you're not saying that he's, he's not condoning that. That's not where your mind goes, right? You're just saying that they're trying to find, um, a peace, a truce between them or, or just trying not to hate each other. Right. I mean, don't you think, I I think so. But then you have like Mark Driscoll. Uh, What did he (laughs) have to say? What did, what did Marky Mark have to say? Well, Marky Mark, uh, he's he's instead got an ad for uh, for a Bible meditation app that he's that he's yes, doing right Marky now. Mark. He's he is hey. Mark Wahlberg for anyone who doesn't know who Marky Mark is. Yeah, for our younger listeners. Wow, <laughs> like my shoulders just dropped. Was... My back just started hurting. <laughs> right. Well, uh, Mark had a tweet that he i think that he's pretty proud of just said uh mark's pretty proud of everything that he (laughs) types or says or records yeah anyway this is what he said he said jesus washed judas's feet and still sent him to hell hashtag he gets us wow i mean i just i think being upset about the ad is one thing (laughs) What what Mark said isn't wrong. <laughs> like it it well, first of all, I don't know if Jesus, Judas is in hell or not. You know why not? Because I'm not God. I don't know what happened with Judas. I don't know I, I can make an assumption. I think the Bible probably leans that direction, but I don't know. Um I think the problem that I'm that I'm really having with it is that uh <clears throat> The title of the ad is called Love Your Enemies. Uh-huh. And if you look at Matthew chapter 5, when, when, he's, when Jesus is giving the Sermon on the Mount, he says very specifically, we're not supposed to hate our enemies. We're supposed to love our enemies. Yeah. And so I think it's the point of view of just like, even if they're wrong, even if they are the enemy, love them. Yeah. Even if, and, and if we would just come at it without a point of view of just like, this is, I'm right, you're yeah. wrong. Based off of what Jesus said, mm-hmm. realize that we are probably going to be more winsome if we love. Mm. And Jesus did wash the feet of even the person who betrayed him. Right. And, and let's be clear. Yeah. I don't think that the people who created this ad and and put it on TV during the Super Bowl are saying go find your enemy and wash their feet. Maybe I don't know. It's possible, but what they're doing is showing it it's an extreme. Yeah. Foot washing is an extreme thing. Listen, I don't plan on having foot washing in my wedding if I ever get married. That's not I'm not going to do that. I don't want my husband washing my feet. And I certainly don't want to wash his in front of everybody. That's weird. In front of everybody. Yes. Or just in general. Just like never. I'm not sure. Like like just stay away from my feet, my guy. 
Did you know that? I'm I, kind of leaning that way. Yeah, Just I actually don't touch my feet. Did wash Julie's feet when I proposed to her. Okay. Yeah. You know, husbands love your wives as Christ loved the church, and yeah. washing them with water by the reading of the word and all of those things. Sure. And read that as I washed her feet. It's true. In front of were a lot of people there. Just me and her. Oh, okay. Just just a private moment between yeah between a man and his future wife. Had she said yes yet? No. <laughs> No, that so was asking. A man and maybe his future wife. What well, if she I, had said no? Um, it would have been weird. Uh, I think <laughs> she probably would have figured it out. But like uh, the ring was actually wrapped up in in the towel. So when I went to undo the towel uh, to dry her feet, it uh-huh. was uh, the ring was right there. She said yes. As evidenced by the fact that she's downstairs and your two children are also downstairs she could have said no that time i mean (laughs) um no i just think i just think foot washing is weird personally yeah but i understand that the point of this was just to show it's just to be extreme it's to it's to show (laughs) i don't even know anymore well here's the thing right like jesus so 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 i mean er, the idea of foot washing is the fact that like um and this might be good for us to learn. <laughs> <laughs> if we're going to talk about it. <laughs> the idea of you foot washing. You cannot wash my feet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Neither one of us want that. No. Um, the idea being that back in Jesus' day, people would walk on dusty roads. It wasn't mm-hmm. pavement, right? They didn't have uh, hocus to wear, <laughs> right? They did not. Uh, they they didn't have Birkenstocks. They just had uh, close to. I mean, they're pretty close. They're similar, just, you know, to Birkenstock. But um, but their feet, like, would they be walking in the streets? The same streets that like animals would use, you know, as they were walking in the streets. And so you'd show up to somebody's house, and your feet would be dirty, and you'd have poo on them, and all this other stuff. And so you you would want to not bring that into someone's house. And so there would be, there would be that Jesus took it a step further. And at the last supper, he showed his disciples how you should treat each other. Mm. That's that, that's the thing is that if Jesus who is the son of the most high King, if he is Messiah and he's willing to get down on his, uh, on his hands and knees and wash the feet of the people that serve him, Mm -hmm. that's how we should be with everyone. Right. Right. And he didn't just wash Peter's feet. He also did wash Judas's feet. And so the idea being, let's actually love our enemies. Let's do what he told us to do. Let's live by example. I'm okay with the ad. Um, And, and I think that, man, I don't know. I, I understand why people are wanting to say like, um, you know, we can't condone sin. I don't think that that's what this is asking. I don't think so. I didn't get that at all. Yeah. Um, all right. So, so there's a, so, so there's that people tried to make a, a, a commercial about Jesus demonic and I don't understand. Yeah. I, don't, I don't get it. I don't, I don't, I don't love it, but, uh, it's, it's recreational outrage. We've talked about it on the show before. Yeah. People just want something to be mad about. That's fair enough. In the light of recreational outrage, I want to see if we can piss anybody off with just this question. How youth group are you? I want to know, um, you sent me this list of 14 things. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I, let's just go through each one. And I want to find out from you, mm-hmm. how youth group are you? Okay? okay. And what we'll kind of talk about each of each of these things. Okay. Uh, number one, went on an overseas mission trip. Did yes. you do that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where'd you go? 
Um, mostly Central America. I've been to El Salvador and Nicaragua and Honduras. And see how she said that, fellas. Also, you see how she said that, Nicaragua. Nicaragua, and also uh, Scotland and Ireland. Oh, on a mission trip. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that was in youth group. Yes. Okay, so that was not. Honduras is the only one that I did after I I did a few others after I became an adult, but as a as a youth, I went to El Salvador when I was fourteen. Sure. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, we did uh, we did Mexico, mm-hmm. obviously. I've lived as a missionary in Russia for a little while, right. so there was that thing. But that wasn't part of like the youth group trip, the, the Mexico one. Um, we did a lot of uh, inner city stuff mm-hmm. in the states. So like we yeah. did, uh, we like we went out to L.A. and like ministered on Skid Row as part of the Dream Center and that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Uh, but I did did do at least one international mission trip with my youth group and that was to Mexico. Yes, we used to go to New Orleans a lot and work in the inner city Yeah, and do trips. Hey, uh, this past week was uh, Mardi Gras. My work schedule put me in New Orleans on Mardi Gras. (gasps) Oh, no. And I looked at it and I said, no, 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 no. We have to make some changes. So instead I went to uh, um, Fayetteville, Arkansas. That's where (laughs) I went. (laughs) And it was Good a, choice. It was a much better place to Good spend choice. Mardi Gras. You don't want to be in New Orleans or anywhere along the Gulf Coast on Mardi Gras. No, and then I drove. Period. I, I did drive through on Friday for work. I, again, work took me in that area this week. But Mardi Gras cleaned up by Wednesday. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, you know, right. so they're they're good. But uh, but but yeah, that that one day, I, I'd like to see it one day. Mm. Just once, I'd like to see it. But I don't know that I want to experience it. I think I just want to like walk in and be like, yeah. This seems right, and then just leave. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Except the problem is, once you get down there, getting getting out is hard. Not for a big old white dude. I just start <laughs> moving people. Okay, number two, stayed up all night at a youth event. Oh yeah, naturally, of course, absolutely, more Come than on. once. Yeah, dude, lock ins. Uh, yeah. Number one, but also youth events could be like uh, acquire the fire mm-hmm. or something. I don't even know if summer that's, camp. Any of those things, yeah. right? Okay. Speaking of summer camp. Sang around a campfire. Oh my gosh, yes. Okay, so was your crew the type of crew that would do silly songs with Larry around the campfire? Or were you, I could, uh, over the mountains and the sea, I could sing of your love forever? Uh, we definitely leaned more toward the latter. Yeah. We were, we, we loved singing worship together. Yeah. We had a lot of guitar players, and so we always sat around the campfire with the yeah. guitars and sang sang worship songs. Um, but why do they all sound like "Hey There, Delilah"? I'm just they saying. They do, or Sister Hazel. <laughs> Wonderful. Just saying. No notes. Keep going. No notes. Okay. So we did. We did a little of both. I mean, we we had our silly silly fun times too, but we definitely. Sure. Uh, broke something at church. Number four. You ever break something at church? Yeah. Pretty regularly. I don't know if you've seen me. I'm a big fella. Mm. I am a big fella, and I break things by accident. Did you ever break anything? One like one thing in particular. That you're like, oh my gosh. Something. Well, it. I don't know if you would call this breaking something, but um, a friend of mine, we were having a huge um, like Fourth of July cantata at our church, and and when I was a teenager, yeah. and we were both in it. A 4th of July cantata at church. So I know. a lot of nationalism happening. And the fact that you're calling it a cantata makes me laugh. Because there, I mean, there was a lot of music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, this may have been, that probably was right after we moved out there. Okay. So that, that would have been like the very first summer we were there. Um, and my friend and I, we were both in it um, performing, but in 
the part they were rehearsing, we weren't involved in at the moment. Yeah. So we broke into one of the nurseries and had a baby powder fight. That's perfect. And we, it was a, it was terrible. I don't know what, I was the pastor's daughter. My dad. That tracks. He may have been the associate pastor at that time. I, it was, t- it was real bad. That sounds like I don't know fun. how I didn't get, I was grounded for weeks. Number five. Played four on a couch. I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is either. Should we Google this to see I'm if we've done you do it, it on accident? <laughs> I don't want this in my algorithm. Okay, hold on. What is? What is? I mean, it's youth group, so it can't be. Couch. Okay. Um. So here's the thing. I just edited out us looking up what four on a couch is, and it <laughs> is confusing. Uh, we didn't play four on a couch. We played mafia a lot. Yes. <gasps> Mafia. I loved Mafia so much. Guess what role I always played? The sheriff. Narrator. No. I was always the narrator. My choice? Yeah, I love finding ways to kill people. <laughs> yeah. And it wasn't a sheriff. It was a, just a, what was townspeople. it? Townspeople. No, townspeople. sheriff. There was, there was Mafia, sheriff, yeah. and townspeople. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, uh, but Gosh. I would, yeah, I would always be uh, be Mafia. So that, that that's what. Uh, that's that's what the only did. reason I keep trying to play that game that you guys like to play is because it's similar to mafia i don't think it is at all julie keeps saying it is i don't think that bang is like mafia in any way shape or form it's the same thing not really um okay number it's just an italian which is ironic since mafia yeah i got it i get it mafia should be an italian (laughs) it should be an italian number six wore a wwjd bracelet oh yeah i'm sure i had at least one i never wore one because i think it was stupid I thought it was stupid, so I never wore one because I'm, I've am i got to be counterculture until about a year ago I started wearing one at work. And that's because a co-worker gave it to me uh, to ask me, what would Joe do? Joe's my boss. <laughs> and I was like, what would Joe do? I started wearing it. And I was out to dinner one time at a corporate event. Uh-huh. So he goes, I really like your bracelet. <laughs> and I was like, oh, you're being sincere. <laughs> and this is not. Oh, all right. I should I should maybe not do this. And I realized that I I had done something inappropriate um, by making fun of making fun of something. Yeah. Uh, so I I stopped wearing that. Okay. Ate something gross at youth group. No. No. I probably did, but that is so. It makes me so mad. As when I was became an adult, mm-hmm. when I started working in a youth group as like a chaperone and things like sure. that. And we would go to youth camp and the game would be something eating something gross. It made me so mad. Cause I like, don't, I don't know. Cause it's gross. And there's no reason to be gross. Why are you doing that? Because boys are gross. Boys let me just, are let me just stop. Just let you know. We never get older than 14 years old <laughs> and we're always gross. Okay. I'm just going to let you know. You, think it's, you always think it's funny. Oh, there's there's 0% of the time when I don't think that my son farting is hilarious. He farted on me the other day and I was pissed off and proud at the same time. You know what I'm saying? I do. Like, I like, um, so the thing that I, we had said that if we could get 200 kids to a youth group, uh, just a regular Wednesday night youth group, the next Wednesday, whatever night we had 200 kids, the next Wednesday, the mm-hmm. youth pastor was going to eat a goldfish. And I was like, me too. I'll a do live that as well. gold, not so, a cracker. Nope. Nope. Like, like a goldfish. And so, um, so when the time came, he was like, Seth, you said you'd do it. You're going to do it, buddy. And I was, or actually, <laughs> that's call, a great youth pastor voice. Yeah. Uh, that's not his, that's not his voice. That's not Lenny's voice. Uh, but he actually, he called me by my youth group name, which was Sethford. You said you were going to do it. You're going to do it, buddy. He, he, 
That was my youth group name. And so um, did you have a youth group name that was different than your actual name? Yeah, okay. Uh, And then, uh, so I just grabbed that goldfish and boom, swallowed it whole, just like that. With zero hesitation. Zero hesitation. God. As soon as it hits your stomach, it's like you, f- you feel it flopping on the way down. Or you got like you don't feel that, or you don't you don't feel things in your tummy. As soon as it hits the stomach acid, it's dead. And then it also didn't remember being swallowed, so it's not because it's a goldfish and they're stupid. Okay, number eight rode in a fifteen passenger van for more than five hours. Oh my word, yes. Okay, no, you haven't. I haven't. Now I've driven a passenger van when I was a youth pastor. I drove a fifteen passenger van for for a long time. But our youth group, again, what did I just say? We had 250 kids in our youth group my senior year. Mm -hmm. So we didn't take 15 passenger vans. We had to go rent those big 55 passenger buses. Now, have I ridden in those for more than five hours? Yeah. Oh, absolutely we have. But those those have bathrooms, which is a whole other tragedy. Yeah. Well, we we used to use the vans for youth camp, summer camp. Um, but then we also bought some buses. We had a bluebird bus that nice. was actually blue. Nice. And we drove it to North Carolina for a ski trip. Is that where you got hurt? Didn't you get hurt on a ski trip? No. Made up a story. Cool. Number nine, cried during worship. Oh, yeah. Of course. Still doing still, that today. Still, still to this day. Still to this day. Number 10, ate pizza four times in a week. 100%. Also still to this day. Still do. Make it pizza tonight. I don't know. Uh, number 11, had a crush at summer oh, camp. Yes. Yeah. What was his name? Oh, what was his name? He was the guy that led worship. He was, of the, course it was. he was the son of our district youth director. Well, there you go. Yeah. Um, he's a weirdo now. Can I, like, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell Shouldn't you something. Say that. He may not be a weirdo. I don't know. He, well, um, he's really into MAGA. Um, and <laughs> is he? I was just potentially. Making, potentially. You never know. Hey, speaking of your home state of Mississippi. That is not my home state. Yes, I just lived there for 10 years. Yeah, so your home state. I of, was born in Texas. No, so your home state of Mississippi, I was driving through there this week and um, there's a new Mississippi flag <laughs> that has like a magnolia on it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like a, you know, it's really pretty. And, and uh, I was in several parts of the state that did not recognize that flag. They, oh, they still, they still had their old flags out. Um, that was interesting. I would, I would venture to say that'd be most of the state. Oh my goodness gracious. Um, let's talk about crushes at summer camp. I'm going to tell you a story. Um, <laughs> this did not happen at a summer camp thing. Okay. This was lock-in. We didn't do a lot of summer camps. We did a lot of like retreats that were, uh, because mm-hmm. the size of our church, we didn't really do a lot of denominational things. Mm-hmm. Um, and so um, so we did a lot of things that were kind of like us and then other churches would maybe be there too, but not necessarily like, we didn't all go to Weatherford for, for summer camp. Um, so this was at uh, just a general lock-in. This is where I had my first kiss, was mm-hmm. actually part of a youth group event. Um that's how you know your real youth group. I was going to say, that's going to be most, that's, most youth group. That's, that's real youth group. Uh-huh. So my first crush at summer camp, I'm going to say yes, because I mean, my first real kiss was it. Mm-hmm. Um, was your first real kiss part of a youth group thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you want to tell that story? Nope. I kind of want to hear it. Nope. No. no. I kind of want to hear it Because people I know listen to this. And tell the and story. No. Why not? Because I'm not going to. I'm leaving all this in. I know you are. <laughs> um yeah my mine was uh mine was a this i mean i was i'm not even gonna say how old i was because it's embarrassing (laughs) i might as well be in a homeschool kid Um, (laughs) uh 
Yeah, so we'll just keep on going. Yeah. Number 12, <clears throat> uh, got an injury at a youth event. Also, broken heart. Does that count? <laughs> Had lots of those. I was. I've been trying to think ever since I sent this to you. I've been trying to think. I'm sure that I, I've never broken a bone. Okay. So I've never had a like an extreme injury sure, like sure, that. Sure, sure. But I'm sure I've sprained an ankle or yeah. something. Because we oh, used to do naturally like like team building things and high ropes courses and things like that. So I'm sure yeah. at some point I injured myself, but nothing. Yeah. Nothing that had to go. I had to go to the hospital. Sure. Or broke anything. a rib. I broke a rib. You broke a rib. I broke a rib. We were doing, uh, we were sliding on uh, folding tables. Like we were like, uh, like, uh, people were running in, in the gym and then jumping mm. onto the, fo- jumping onto tables and like sliding across. Um, and, yeah. um, my sounds like something you teenage boys would do. Yeah, absolutely. And then my brother thought it'd be funny to trip me as I was jumping and I didn't make it to the table and landed on the side of the table. Oh. And broke um, I got in trouble for that, by the way, like mm. I'm the one who got punished for that, but I'll deal with that with my therapist. Number, uh, 13 started, but didn't finish a devotional book. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Also still to this day. <laughs> it's probably happened a few, <laughs> few times since you've agreed. Yeah, a couple of times. What about number 14, slept somewhere in the church? Oh, for sure. Absolutely. I've had, I've slept on lots of pews yeah. and and pallets on the ground. Sometimes on Sunday mornings. Hall. Well, yes. <laughs> I mean. Listen. I've slept at Bethesda more than once. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> well, okay. So out of 14, I think that you did 13. Um, I think 12, 12? because I okay. said, I, I don't know what four on a couch is. And I said, I never ate anything gross at youth group. Okay. I, and we, we changed out four on a couch to be mafia. There, oh yeah. There was, so there then, was yeah. a, there was a youth group game that your youth group did. Yes. And yes. by the way, the reason your youth group played it is because your youth pastor played it as part of their youth group. It's nothing new is under the sun. So, um, so eat, eat something gross and that, yeah, man, I mean, I feel like we're pretty youth group, dude. Uh, we're extremely youth group <laughs> very um, and then if you start counting if it says one point for everything you've done what if i've done it more than once oh my goodness i'm like 173 at least, in goodness at least. goodness gracious well now that's what i call youth group is what that one is because that's where we're at all right let's uh let's get into the b oh no not the bees not the bees Amazing new technology, sure to advance mankind to the next level of consciousness. Never mind, they're just using it to make porn again. <laughs> this is uh, an entire article talking about all the wonderful things about AI, uh, except for the fact that people are just using it to make schmornography. <laughs> they're they doing all those deep fakes, aren't they? Ugh. It is what it is. Sometimes I just hate this world so much. <laughs> Can we go back to youth group? Those yes. They were so much easier. I miss. I just need my teen study Bible. Yes. High school was hard, though. People were mean. <laughs> oh, no, not the Again, I'll talk about that with my therapist. The ah! All right, what's your not for me? <laughs> um, so my not for me, this is such, it's a very first world problem. But I, I follow a handful of influencers on Instagram. Not a lot, just a handful. It's a weird brag. And somebody, one of the ones that I was following this week, shared a jacket that she got at Target that I thought was really cute. Okay. And I was like, oh, I want to go. I, but I'm not just going to order it online. I got to try it on, see if I like it. That's right. And they don't sell it at all of the Targets. They nope. don't sell it at any of the ones around me. 
Hmm. And I don't know why. Well, you know what you could do? Order it and then return it? Order it in three different sizes. No. Because I have to pay for it in three different sizes. Then I have to remember to return it. That's fair enough. There is a hoodie sitting on my dining room table of when my wife was like, I ordered you two sizes because I didn't know what size. And I'd be like, this is the size. It fits fine. And the other one just sits there. Yeah. Because my wife has ADHD. (laughs) And she has a problem with object permanence. We were talking about this earlier. And so if it's not directly in front of her, she just kind of forgets that it's there. (laughs) And I love her. My little Mm -hmm. goldfish of a wife. I do appreciate everything about her. She's smart and intelligent. And she remembers things like that. You'll be like, how do you know all of that? Like she is one of the most intelligent people in the world. But if she sets a cup down, it no longer exists. Mm -hmm. That cup is gone. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. See, I'm kind of that way with just with returns, not with things in with general. With returns. Yeah. I hate returning things. Yeah. So anyway, that's it's a first world problem. And yeah. I'm sorry, but it was a really cute bomber jacket from Target that you I wanted just, to. Just order it. I should. It's probably fine. Maybe I will. Okay. Yeah. But you're not for me. Big old trucks. I don't like big old trucks. Don't you have a big old truck? Well, yeah, but you're... Listen, I'm not asking you to point at my hypocrisy. Oh, I'm, but I'm gonna every no, time. No, it's not what I'm asking you to do. I don't like big old trucks, and here's why. My big old truck barely fits in the parking garage at the airport. Just mm-hmm. barely, like it, like my uh, antenna hits the thing every mm. time, you know, like which makes me super nervous. Um, my issue is the people with the big old trucks. Mm, that, I have issues with people with big old trucks too, in parking garages. Sorry. That park on the end. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like your truck, you have an extended, like extended cab and extended bed pickup and you're parking on the end. So I have to like try to figure out how to get my big old truck around the fact that you stuck out and you park that. You can't even pull all the way forward because there's a post right there. Like, I'm just saying like, yeah. I am, I try to be super considerate about the fact that my truck will get in the way. Mm-hmm. I know that. Yeah. So I'll go find another place to park so that people, uh, also, I almost hit your truck. I don't want people almost hit my truck. Yeah. I'm just saying. So that's my not for me. Yeah. I got angry about it, wrote it down. When, when people with big old trucks park in a compact car only parking spot. Right. That's right. You have a truck. Yeah. There, there are very few trucks, any kind of pickup truck in the world that's actually a compact car. Maybe a Ford Ranger could maybe, but even that would be too long. Don't you think? I mean, I don't, I don't know. Um, is that a real truck? I well, I'm just know. saying it's shaped like An a pickup truck. El Camino. Dude, I, can I tell you how much, like, as a kid, I thought an El Camino was just the coolest freaking yeah. car. Yeah. They're not. I tried to fit in one the other day. <laughs> How'd that go? No, it didn't. I couldn't <laughs> shut the door. I was like, I thought that, the, I thought one day I'm going to, I'm going to have enough money one day. I'm going to get an El Camino. It's going to be like old school and cherry. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be one. No, I can't. I can't fit in it. No, I can't fit in it. No, I'd have to put it on if I wanted to go someplace. <laughs> That's a show. But listen, um, this was our, an interesting show. What a weird show, bro. Sorry, guys. I mean, can I tell you something? That even if you didn't like the show, um, tell other people to listen. Uh, find <laughs> something you don't like. We just need more people to listen to the show. Listen to our show. Because even if you don't get us, guess what? He gets us. And so I'm doing my victory lap. Uh, our thoughts and opinions are not the final word, dear listener. We'd like to hear your thoughts, opinions about any of the things we talked about today. Yes, you can let us know. We are at Dropping Sunday on all the things. 
some of the things. Some of the things. Yeah. <laughs> a couple of the yeah, things. Yeah, subscribe to the show. That's the best way. And then like uh, to like uh, support the show is to subscribe. Be back next week. Um, tell your friends and family. Yeah. That's how you can support the show non-financially. If you want to support the show financially, it's patreon.com slash dropping Sunday. Otherwise, we'll be back next time. Until yeah. then, this is Seth. This is Andrea. And this is Dropping Sunday. Let's go home!